Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Doodly do, just flying along. Cause I'm a superhero who likes to sing songs. Da 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 da. What? A woman in trouble? Uh, have no fear, miss! I'm on my way! Fiend! Hands off her! And I will stop you! By the power of rolling in the gig! Hear this! Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and as the Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, I welcome you to our table. Team, please introduce yourselves. Who do you? Um, hello, hello there. My name is Arcos Passaro. I'm an Alacocra monk from the Sanctuary of Okaido. I am the ringer of alarm bells and the protector of young Cassie, and I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. Forge Cleric, infused with the power of a being of flame to become an instrument of justice for the people. Portrayed by Brad Konow. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Riven, and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Hey, it's Ken, your Game Master here, and on behalf of the Rick Geek family, we beseech thee, if we are pleasing to thine ear holes, please check out Rolling in the Geek on Patreon, and please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever listening platform you favor. It helps get more people at our table, and we can never have too many cooks in our kitchen. Now, back to three guys screaming at numbered shapes for not helping them enough. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Harkos and Trevor catch up to each other and chase the Lethandarian priest into the mine. I think I've made that word up, but I'm super okay with it. Uh, they follow footsteps through various tunnels and eventually stop when they hear strange crunching noises. They slow their pace down and continue forward to find three gnolls munching on femurs and various other bones. Trevor, despite Harkos's protests, tries to befriend the closest one. He pets it and scratches it into being his friend. And the, other two, and the other two start to investigate what's going on. 
They bark and talk back and forth until eventually Trevor tries to intimidate them into backing down, which has an opposite effect, thanks to Newton's laws. The fight goes quickly, with the gnolls being outnumbered after the one ghost turn cloak, and after a quick snack, the team continues down the passageways. <laughs> You're welcome for that one. Eventually, they get to a barred door, with the priest hacking up a lung like a 60-year-long smoker. Trevor bursts the door down, and they walk into a gruesome sight. The priest hacks up a sack, which is gross, but is worse when it starts moving, and a white dragon wormling emerges and squares up to the team. And that is where we pick back up. So it is the two of you and your new Noel friend. Uh, the priest is passed out uh, close by where this dragon now is. And then you have a... Uh, it, the, the, uh, it's about the size of uh, like a small horse is what this really kind of ends up being. Wow. Uh, That's a hell of it, a puke. It, I mean, it puked it up, and it was smaller, and it grew very quickly into this size. Uh, he was just an EB little guy when he puked it up, but it was enough to like the the guy had. He looked like a snake eating a eating, you know, like an egg, and then, uh, and then once it kind of burst out, then it started gaining some mass very quickly, but it seems to have kind of stalled on that after it kind of noticed you and and turned so what do you do I'm gonna pet it yeah I was gonna say wait for Trevor to fucking be an <laughs> idiot no I'm not gonna pet it oh, um, God, I, hope, I hope not well now I have to pet it thanks Ken oh Jesus <laughs> uh, I was nice with the knoll I'm not gonna be nice on this all right, so what do you guys do? Uh, ready up. Yeah, as it does not appear to be uh, wanting to deal with any of your collective shit right now. Yeah, we're gonna... Uh, fuck it, I'll just... I'll initiate. I'm gonna attack it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll for initiative. I'm not gonna give you a surprise because uh, he was he was ready for you. Or she, oh, you don't know. Uh, 19. Oh, Seven. You had a seven? I had a seven, yes. Okay. Uh, and it has... Okay. Uh, and then... <laughs> okay. Uh, Trevor, you have first initiative, which is kind of fitting since you were the one who initiated. Charge! Okay. And I'm going to Booming Blade this. Okay. Ah, uh, man, 16. Okay, that matches. All right! So, that's my d10. Six points of damage. Six. And then if he moves, he takes... Yeah. 1d8 thunder damage. All right, so it is the white dragon's turn the wormlings turn uh so 
he is going to have you guys perform a constitution saving throw. Sixteen. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, ten. Okay. Uh, Harkos makes it. Trevor does not. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's too many dice. All right. Uh. So, Trevor. You take 18 points of cold damage. Oh my god! Harkos, you will take 9. As it freezes out this mist of freezing cold air at you. Um. Um. I'm, I'm down. Oh, and you know what? I did not roll for your friend either. Uh, okay. Your friend does not make it either. No! And he, uh, instantly looks very not good. So, that makes it his turn. He's going to howl in a rage and go after this dragon. Oh, shit. That motherfucker just crit. <laughs> nice! There's a good dog. Oh, for fuck's sake. There's a good dog. <laughs> Who's a good puppy? Who's a good puppy? I know I'm right. passed out, but this is for... I'm mumbling it in my sleep. Uh-huh. Okay. He does a solid eight damage with his... <laughs> With his chompers. Uh, and Harkos, that takes it to your turn. Okay. So. I mean, it was. So essentially. No, never mind. I changed my mind. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna fucking attack. I don't want to say the thing I was gonna say. I altered my course. Okay. Uh... So, we're gonna go for a Harko special. Okay. Uh... Ooh, fucking nice Harkos. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. Yep, that definitely hits. And then... It is eight piercing damage from the spear, and okay. then I am going to do my unarmed strike, but I'm going to burn a key point and do flurry of blows so I can do two of them. Yep, that's, uh, now's the time. Yeah. <laughs> what makes <laughs> you say that, kid? It's because we're fighting a fucking dragon, maybe? Is that is that the reason that you're saying these things? <laughs> you know, maybe. Little dragon. Okay, that one's a 22 again. And then still hits. That one is a twenty-one. So <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Getting the big numbers this time around. Alright. So get my D4s. 
Nice. Okay. So, um, 15 more points of piercing damage. All total? Total, yeah, because I got okay. a four and a three plus four to each. Seven and eight. Damn. Wow. Okay, it is, uh, it is definitely hurting. Good. <laughs> so, uh, my, my, my initial thought, because, like, Trevor went down, was I was going to, since talking is a free action, like, try and ward off the knoll. I'd be like, listen, clearly you should just leave and try and get the dragon to, like, just fuck off and leave me the fuck alone so I can drag Trevor's dying ass out of here. <laughs> And I was going to, like, hold my action action on the the thought that, like, if the dragon doesn't leave the room, then I take my attack. But I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to punch it. <laughs> you did a fuck ton of damage, so it was a good, it was a good choice. Right. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good choice. <laughs> okay, uh, Trevor, we're in, we're in death save territory. Oh, yeah. That's the 13 on the die. All right. That is one success. Damn it. Ah. All right. So, oh, I didn't realize that was out loud. My apologies. <laughs> All right. So this is the scary moment that he's the dragon's turn. And it is going to roll to see if it gets its breath weapon back. Nope. It is a one. What? It does not get its breath weapon back. I influence Tre it from the sleep zone. No, Trevor, keep your fucking mouth shut because knowing how our luck goes, you speaking is going to influence whatever you want in the opposite direction. <laughs> so you just, you stay in the sleep zone and let the dragon not kill me. If it wants to kill your little null buddy, cool, fine, awesome. Rude. He's well, been I'm nice sorry. to you. That's great. He can be nice to me by being a meat shield for this dragon. Technically, he's been nice to you, just because he hasn't attacked me by proxy. He's done nothing nice for me. Alright, so Dragon is going to... Try to give me a nasty arm. Uh, I'm rolling a d4. If it's a 1 or a 2, it is Harkos. If it is a 3 or a 4, it is the Knoll. It is the Knoll. Oh, thank Christ. <laughs> That is a grand total of six to hit. That does not hit. See, he's fine, Brad. I don't know what you're fucking worried about. <laughs> uh, that the the dragon will charge forward and try to take a sweep of a. a, a no, wait, he bites. So he tries to take a nom out of your nami friend, and uh, completely misses. He's still a little bit slippery from the uh, from the the after vomit. Uh, that makes it the knoll, and the knoll is going to try to howl again in rage and strike out at the the poor little dragon. Uh, which is a 21 to hit, and that will hit. It's a dirty 21, just so we're clear. Nothing? Okay. All right. Uh, he does. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was reading things for my next move. <laughs> I laughed in my head. If that makes it any better, it doesn't. It hurts more. All right. He does another five damage with his nami bits. 
people there. Uh, and that makes it Harkos' turn. He is, he is looking very, very sad right now. I'm coming in again with the with the the spear. Okay. Uh, that is a natural twenty. Oh shit! So well. that's gonna be eight base. Is it, is it total or is it just the die and then roll and then addition? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the the max it's the damage die. die. Then I damage roll the die damage maxed. die and then I add my whatever to it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. So we have two different rule sets for two different games. So yeah. our personal game is a little bit heightened. This is or a lot of bit heightened. This is a little but bit. But that that's that's also by design because Brad's trying to make us feel like super duper crazy people so that we go bum rushing into situations that we shouldn't and die. Yep. Um with the spear doing a stabby boy, it is uh 15 points of damage piercing. <laughs> All right. Is it still up? Kill the dragon. Okay. Uh, so I know, uh, so basically what I want, what I want to do is it was coming at the knoll to, to bite. And since all this kind of happens at once, it comes at the knoll to bite. The knoll bites it as it went past because the knoll had its turn and did a chomp for five points. And Mm -hmm. so in in my head, the, the, the dragon still kind of has its, uh, its mouth open a little bit because it's just been gnashing on people. Aside well, from the breath weapon attack. And it's hissing and snapping and all kinds of stuff. I want to drive the yeah. spear right down its mouth. Like, I know with it being smaller and stuff that I might just go right through the head, but I want to go through the open mouth with the spear and, like, pierce it to the floor. Damn. And you drive it straight through, and it, it you pin it down to the ground, and you see it, it twitches and tries to get away, and then... And then just slumps onto the spear. And then cracks. I'm and sorry, then, it does what? And then cracks. And then you suddenly realize that it's made of stone. And it falls apart. And crumples into little dragon rock bits. Oh, Jesus. Well, uh... Trevor, go ahead and make another death save. Twelve. Okay, that's another success. Uh, we're we're gonna stay in initiative until we until we know that you're stabilized. Okay. So, uh, it gets to uh the Knoll's turn, who comes over and gets down on his haunches and kind of pushes you a little bit. <laughs> Make I fail a death save. <laughs> <laughs> he crits on you with the push. <laughs> oh god! He, he too fast. Nud- nudges you with your fucking nose. You go flying across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Ragdoll effects and all. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so Harkos, it's your turn. I'm gonna go do a medicine check on on Trevor. Okay. It's a DC 10 medicine check to stabilize. 
I got a 14 on the die and then plus two to medicine. So okay, got it. Yep. So you Yee. stabilize Trevor, and it it's gonna take him some time. Yeah. To to recover. So unless you're wanting to drag his happy ass out. No, I'm I'm going to. Um... I'm gonna go. I, I want to go check on the the uh, priest as well. Is he still kicking, or did he die? Uh, make a medicine check. Okay. Uh, it's a twenty-one. <laughs> uh, he is alive, but barely. Okay. So, what I want to do. So I want to I want to scoop up all the the dragon bits, mm-hmm. and I want to put it in like uh, what is this? I want I'm going to put it in my backpack. That's part of my explorer's pack. I was trying to make sure I had a pouch of some sort. Mm-hmm. So I'm put it in there. Uh, I'm going to strap my spear to my back. I'm a, I I would like to attempt. It's going to be a lot. I'm, <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. This is how things are gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna tie a, a rope around. Um... Well, shit. How big's a knoll? They're they're humanish size. So I'm gonna walk over. He, he is looking at you expectantly, like. Yeah. <laughs> so I I had I had a bad idea, but asking about the knoll has has made it a better idea. Because so, what I was going to do was take some of the rope out of my explorer's back and tie it to Trevor and drag him out of here. <laughs> Not to be a dick, just because I was going to do other things. So I'm going to go over to the knoll, and I'm I'm going to be like, "All right, um, I'm I'm going to gonna need your help," and I'm I'm gonna go like hoist Trevor, and I'm going to turn back around to the knoll and say, "I I I will need you." to carry him up the mountain, Mr. Noel Rowe. Noel Doe. Fro- fro- anyway. <laughs> it, was, it was a sad attempt. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry any Tolkienites out there. Um, and I, I'm going to very slowly put Trevor on there so as not to die if this thing thinks I'm doing weird stuff. I... So how you like? Are you? Ba- like, I, I'm gonna. So I'm like, if if Trevor wakes up, he's going to sit up into a riding position, essentially, because like this Noel's been walking around like a dog, yeah, or has been walking no, around like a human. He's 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 on, on he's bipedal. Oh, then I'm just gonna tell him to carry Trevor. I cha- I I didn't realize that he was making all these dog noises. I thought he was walking around on on dogs. Um, no, no, he's he's bipedal. So I'm I'm going to pick Trevor up and carry over. Him. Can you hold this, please? And just kind of hold Trevor out to him. He he looks at Trevor, and then he looks at you, and he looks at Trevor. And he just kind of like, like, grabs him by the arm, and and tries to pull. Oh God, Trevor. <laughs> so how how hard like, is not, he not like not not like he's like he's just trying to like drag him he doesn't get the carry thing 
he he does not understand okay. the concept so, of carry. So I'm gonna I'm a I'm gonna pull Trevor away a little bit. I'm gonna set it back on the ground, and then I'm gonna look at the knoll, and I'm gonna hold out one of my arms in a carrying position, and wait until he does the same. And if he doesn't, I will I will tell you what I do next. It 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 takes him a second to figure out what you're doing, but then he does the same thing with his arm. And then I'm gonna put the other one out in a carrying position, parallel to the other to the first arm. Okay, he, he does it. And then I'm going to grab Trevor, and I'm going to gently place him in the Knoll's arms, hoping hey. that there is strength in them, holding them there, and he's not just holding them out, and I put Trevor there, and just like, whoops, to the floor. Uh, you turn around, and he is doing the rest of the steps to the Macarena. He's, oh, Jesus. No, no, he still has his arms out. So, <laughs> I, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I go to and I, I attempt to place Trevor in his arms. All right, he he gets what you're doing now, and and so he he holds him. Okay, um, give me just a moment. I'm gonna go pick up the priest. Okay, uh, the priest at, at this point the priest is is kind of gone. He's very thin and stuff, so he does not take much to carry. Okay. So and then uh, uh, gonna... well, as you're doing that, why don't you go ahead and roll me a perception check? How about you don't? Uh, 19. All right. Uh, the mark on his chest is gone. Huh. No, what's it? Sorry. The, the carvings. <laughs> Sorry. Huh. There. Now it's in character. Mm-hmm. Um, better. This is definitely something that I will be asking Puffles questions about. And uh, then I'm going to go get up next to the knoll and I'll be like, uh, from beneath the priest, I'm going to try and point. I'm going to lift my arms as high as I can. Like, you follow me. <laughs> and I'm going to start my ascent. Okay. Uh, so he doesn't move until you start moving and then he kind of falls in the line behind you. Okay like awkwardly close yeah I've, I mean it is Trevor's pet so it makes sense that <laughs> he picked something up okay uh, because you're having to go a little bit slower because you're yeah. carrying people and uh, you do not walk near as fast as, as you uh, as you fly and when you're carrying somebody it's even slower mm-hmm. so uh, I would say you get about halfway back and that's when Trevor kind of starts to stir. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Like just stir, or am I waking like you, up? Like you, you kind of you start you start coming too. Ugh. Ouch. Hey. Yeah. You, you two are still alive. This is this is good news. Yes. Unlike you, it would appear that you're friend and I were able to keep our cool back there. I also kept it a little <laughs> too hard. <laughs> the old chuckles. Okay. Ha ha! Don't worry. I dealt with it with the slight aid from your pet and we're going back up now. Tickle boy. Tickle boy. Tickle boy. 
<laughs> You're being carried by him, Trevor. I'm so scratching him behind the ears while I'm being carried. He kicks his back leg and drops you because it trips. Aw. And there goes your <laughs> one HP. Good night, Trevor. <laughs> All right, start rolling death saves. I'm okay. not medicine checking you again. Bye. <laughs> Hope the Knoll has a good medicine check. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nah. No, I can't, well, honestly, it could be worse. He has a plus zero to wisdom, so you know, uh, yeah. at least he's not a negative. That's fair. Don't try to make him do a uh, an Arcana check, though, because that's going to be shit. Oh, I was planning on asking him why the excuse me why the markings disappeared. <laughs> Considering his only language is Noel, <laughs> I don't I don't think he's going to be much help. I took that as an elective. <laughs> the monks teach you all kinds of things apparently they do not teach you how to skewer dragons though because that shouldn't be a thing you have to do it <laughs> <laughs> depends on how hard you adventure oh and we adventure hard yeah over the course of a few days isn't that right Trevor that's right <laughs> not in a matter of get, 48 fucking gonna, hours are we gonna get back into this place god no <laughs> okay uh, so Trevor you are back at 1 HP uh, as you kind of get a, a short rest sweet uh, out of this uh, but it takes you some time are you gonna kind of walk for yourself or are you gonna yeah I'll, I'll walk along okay I uh, so you uh takes you takes you a little bit but you eventually do get back towards that main hub uh at the exit of the cave and what are you going to do from here because you do have a big monster with you that's a trevor question i was gonna figure that out if trevor was still asleep I was hoping that that would help explain it. Be like, nope, he's cool. It's fine. Like, see, he's not killing Trevor, so it, it's okay. But Trevor's solid and can walk out on his own. So I'm, I'm, I'm solid ditching this thing in the fucking mines. But it, it's Trevor's problem. I'm, I'm gonna walk out with it. Of course oh, you are, dear Lord. Okay. You walk out with the big monster. <laughs> The big monster! Uh, the fa my favorite part of Ragnarok is when he goes and punches that big fucking dude. For once in your life, don't smash! But, but big monster! <laughs> but big, big monster! monster. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah. that was that was a I, random sidetrack. Walking out of the cave, like, scratching in behind the ear type thing. Uh, as soon as you walk out of the cave, people scream and run away that are kind of that are all huddled around the exit. Uh, and the guards that are the, the two guards that you didn't recognize, they pull their weapons. I'm, I'm going to step between the knoll and them. A big monster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sir, what are you doing? That's that. What is that beast? If th this beast aided us in the mines, I'm scratching behind the ear again. You look scared. 
It's true. I, what? Are we just going to willfully allow monsters into this town? We just, we just fought them back. Yes, well, this one in particular, but other things. With the aid of Trevor and myself. So, if Trevor, the one who is dealing with the monsters, would like to be held responsible for whatever that thing does, I'm sure he can handle it. And if he can't, you could attempt to handle him. I, I agree. I will I will accept any responsibility. Uh, the two guards kind of look at each other, and uh, the one... Uh, the. The, the one guard on the right, he points uh, at the, the the other guard, the one that got bowled over, and tells her to go and uh, go and fetch Jorik. This is above their pay grade. Well, why don't we just take him to Jorik rather than Fair making enough. him walk all this way? That, that that's that's up to you, but I I don't feel right about letting. A monstrosity into this town. Well, we just kicked out a bunch of monstrosities out of the town, so considering that this one actually aided us, I think it's doing better than the last few we've dealt with. Is that a is that a jab against uh, Elian and Ansigar? Well, maybe. Yeah, okay. And the town guard that didn't want to uh, yeah. not be loyal <laughs> to Elian? Hey, but I, it, he'll he'll let you go. But there, somebody's going to get Jorik. Yeah, so. I, and we'll head that direction too. I'm I'm fine with it. Okay. Okay. So you get about halfway there, and then Jorik comes comes running up, and gets up next. to you and goes, "Holy shit! What is that?" I I do not know, but that's it, Trevor's new pet. <laughs> it aided but, us in the mine. Um. Ah. Uh, don't worry, that, it only eats bones. But, You're but made I'm made of, made of bones. Yes, I tried to have this argument in the mines with Trevor myself. It doesn't go anywhere. But we're we're all made of bones. He's not wrong. It was helpful. I mean, it it killed some of its own to protect us. So. Wait. Was it was it helpful on its own, or did you have to do some bullshit? And it, you know, like it was definitely the it, bullshit one. <laughs> All I did was scratch it behind the ears, like any other dog. That that's that's a monster, not a dog. That uh... I will accept full responsibility for it. This is, this is, this is a little unconventional, guys. I'm just letting you know. I think most of what has happened here has been a little unconventional. Um. Okay. Uh. Well, did it looks like you got the priest back as well? Uh. Is he, is he alive? Just. I was hoping maybe you could help with that. Well. I have gotten some sleep, so uh, yeah, let's let's bring him into the let's bring him into the barracks. I'll I'll take care of him. Thank you. Hey, so he leads you back into uh, the infirmary at the barracks and tells you to to 
uh, put the the priest up on the table uh, and asks for your assistance in strapping him down to make sure that he doesn't go anywhere again. Uh, just again. in case. More than uh, happy to help. <laughs> okay, so you get them all strapped in. Uh, it takes a couple of minutes, but you get them nice and bondaged. Uh, and uh, then he goes over and does the, like, rubs his hands together and they get a little bit of a gold glow and then he puts his hands on the priest and you see that gold energy kind of flow into the priest and some of his some of his outer wounds heal up a little become bit. Become inner wounds? You see his... Huh? <laughs> some of his outer wounds become inner wounds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this is true. Uh, and uh, you see his breathing kind of becomes a little bit more regular. Uh... See, Jorik is kind of checking him over to see if there's anything. There At this point, there's not a whole lot of like... He's not... I mean, he's kind of bruised and cut and and whatnot, but he doesn't look like he's, uh, like it's anything like life threatening. Even before he was healed, there wasn't really any outside wounds that looked to be like fatal causing stuff. And, and you said Jorik strapped him down. Calm it down, there, Yons McGee. Oh man, Jorik and I did because you're too weak to do anything. That's your fucking little. Well, I was going to say, perhaps since he's strapped in, maybe, maybe we go take a, a little rest. <laughs> well, you you can kind of chill in the room and take a short rest. Yeah, because it'll, uh, is you don't have to like sleep or anything like that. Short rest is just kind of you taking a breather. Oh, okay. So. Well, that works then. Propped up in a chair. <laughs> yeah. So go it. You can roll. Uh, roll. Is it half your hit die on a short rest? I think it's half your hit die on a. Sh- you can do up to. I honestly don't know. Yeah, let's say that. I think that's the rule. So do I roll wrong, it then, then? Or yeah, yeah. You roll. Uh, you roll one of your hit die, and you add your Constitution modifier, and you heal for that much. So right now you guys are level two, so you can roll one. Yeah. Ha <laughs> Fucking A. That's awesome. I got plus, a, I got Max. Plus yeah. my con, you said? Yep. Okay. Well, yes. I've also got Max then. Yeah, look at that. So 11. All right. So I you take a, you take a hot hour and uh and rest your rest your weary bones for a moment and uh get some hit points back. All right. And uh, I would say about that time you you see the priest starts kind of shimmying too. Make sure I keep scratching my new puppy. Hey, he's uh, kind of just down on his haunches, like he's looking at the remnants of the bone that he was carrying that he's getting down to the nub. <laughs> and um, Jorik is looking over at him very nervously. Just just to because I I, wa- I wanted to read I was reading. Um, but just just to stay kosher with everybody, thirty of that thirty minutes of that hour that we were done since we took an hour, um, I was meditating so I could regain my key points. 
Because during a short or long rest, as long as 30 minutes of it are meditation, you regain all all expended key points. Excuse me. Okay. (coughs) Don't know where that came from. (coughs) Good lord. Okay. So... I actually did not know that about monks. I thought that it was long rest that you got your key points back. So that's that's better. Yeah, I just, 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 just read it. It says, when you spend a key point, it's unavailable until you finish a shorter long rest, at the end of which you draw all of your expended key back into yourself. You must spend at least 30 minutes of the rest meditating to regain your key points. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I haven't played a monk since, like, third edition. So <laughs> I've never played a monk. It's been It's been a while. I've liked it thus far, and I'm just in the I'm in the little baby stages, so this is fun. <laughs> okay, I uh, so yeah. At, at the end of that, at the end of that hour, the the priest kind of starts to to shimmy, and his his eyes open, and he kind of pulls at the restraints. My hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Word, what, what's going on? Why, why am I strapped to this table? What, I, I don't know you. Uh, Jorik, what is, what is going on? Um, guys, you, you wanna, you wanna field this one? Oh, most definitely. You know more about it than I do. Most definitely. (laughs) Excuse me, um, but you, you, you're right, you don't know us, but we, we know you somewhat well at this point. What is the last thing you remember, sir? Uh... 
I was doing the the monthly sacrifice to Lathander. I I was uh oh what did we sacrifice? There was there was a piece of iron forged into the shape of the Morning Lord symbol that we placed upon the altar and then that's there was a noise a I something and, and that's that's all that wait wait if have, have I been yep have I been here this whole time yes well not here um there's actually did, have I come down with a sickness of some sort I, I did not feel feverish at the time I, I've <laughs> got to get always off. in come good health down with the sorry <laughs> uh, that's another that's another parody one get ready for that shit oh lord don't fucking put that on me uh, <laughs> too late it's there uh hoo 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 um <laughs> down to earth uh, <laughs> I, well, back down to Riven thank you I mean yeah okay uh, you, you were within the walls of Iron's Edge you weren't in this infirmary but I am very confused I should probably not interrupt you so that you might actually tell me <laughs> what's going that's on that's fine you you're quite out of sorts. I I can understand. Um, you see, your um, that noise. I can only presume there there was a cultist. I suppose we've dealt with one in the mines. That's not for now. There was a um a cultist who took over your sanctuary. Um, with the help of some kobolds who were. Uh, it's that also is not important. They trapped you in a underground room, um, like an, an alchemist lab of sorts. They strapped you to a chair and had There's no room underneath. The, the, wait, what? If, oh if, yes, if there is. if we can prove that you're safe, I would be more than happy to show you. But I don't, I don't understand how. Why would I ever need to prove that I am safe? I, well, I... this next bit is going to be news to Jork as well, but you did just escape into the mines and attempt to release a dragon. What? Yes, Surprise! He, you... he puked it up. It was quite disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get to give all the news. And this, Dragons... The, yes? Dragons don't get puked up there they lay eggs oh this one you, was definitely puked up in a I, sack I would have loved to have brought you the body as proof because I know how crazy this tale may seem and this next part Trevor is going to be news to you um, but this is what happened to the dragon after I Killed it, and I'm gonna dump all the dragon rock out of my backpack. It cracked and crumbled into this. Oh, oh, that's that's um, interesting. So it this this year, this year priest, uh, 
hacked up a dragon. Yep. And then you killed it, and it turned into rock. Correct. I hope you realize there's a lot of forks in this trail. Not uh, everyone's going to make it back to camp, and that's okay. <laughs> okay. Just just making sure. I, you know, is that... Oh, them paths are winding. Um... But I, there hasn't there there hasn't been a dragon in centuries. Yeah. Uh, not even whispers of one. That they're they're gone. You you don't think we would lie to you about this, do uh, you? I'm just expressing my shock. Why? I'm not presumed that you're lying. I'm just expressing my shock. Okay. Well, uh, after Dick. <laughs> Dick. Dick. I'm on Jorik's side. Ah! <laughs> Dick. After we... After we got rid of uh, the cultists in the church, Jorik, uh, yesterday, in case anyone forgot that all happened yesterday, um, after we got rid of the cultists <laughs> in the church and went down and found the priest in the secret basement... He was spouting nonsense about Cyraxis returning and we're all food for the dragon and uh, Puffles looked him over and was concerned that there might be some piece of the cultists still like brainwashed into his mind or an actual piece had been arcanely injected into his mind. Um, not in entirely sure on the Puffles doesn't roll good medicine or magic arcana checks so it's very confusing sometimes his vagueness but the the fact of the matter is that whoever this cultist was and whoever they are and working for apparently they think either there are dragons coming back or they can bring them back and the recent discovering of all the things that are being done with this dragon rock and presumably ley line magic. I think they could do it. Um. I. I that's. That, that. That's. That's the bad thing right there. Like, that's. That's pretty much as bad as it gets. I agree, but I, I mean, if if the leyline magics could crack a continent apart, I'm I have no doubts they could bring, whether it's made of rock or not, a very problematic. I mean, Trevor had quite the time with this tiny dragon in your mind. I, whoever Elian was supplying dragon rock to, I, if they're a part of this. There's a very real chance that we might be too late as it is for whatever they are planning. Iron's Edge uh, could have been a test. And the test oh, worked. Oh. Oh shit. That's that, that's that's fucking that's like diabolical shit right there. That's 
Oh. Terrifying. And Especially still. considering the the dragon rock being sent to uh well a tired brain not working. <laughs> Aetherport. <laughs> Aetherport. Uh yeah, that is that is terrifying. Uh it has some very bad implications the for the central government. I the the only thing that I could say is I, I mean we sold it to them, but I mean the, why do that if they're the the central government's the one that do, it's always help keep peace between the the, the continents, the subcontinents. I, I don't understand why they would be trying to bring a dragon back that would pretty much ruin their whole their whole gig well, perhaps they're not the ones doing it maybe they are just using it to uh for for the transportation but who's to say there isn't someone or i mean do do you know 100% that you were dealing with the central government or do you huh? just believe you were dealing with the central government well, I that was not my game. I, uh, yeah, I I'm just the captain of the guard. That I was, I was in on that stuff was happening with the 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 Dragon Rock, but that was that was all. Like anything beyond that's that's on Elian. So there's also the option that Elian, shockingly enough, wasn't completely upfront with you either. Well, uh, that, yeah, I'll just go ahead and say yeah to that one. If it is the government, there is always the option that, as you said, they they are the ones who've kept the peace, and if someone is disturbing that peace, the rise of a dragon, and if the government had control over it somehow and was able to dispatch that it would reinstill faith keep people in their places where they should be keep mouths shut all sorts of things governments are shady that says the guy who lived in a monastery what kind of anarchist shit are they teaching you there <laughs> oh I, I must be honest I did not do a very good job of paying attention while I was there I'm very much head in the clouds and not because I have these wings <coughs> I was drinking when he said that. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Jorik. Is is my bad uh, tutelage hard to swallow for you? <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Uh, um. Well, I. Ooh, man, my voice got deeper there. Um. Well, I. Okay, so we're talking some real big picture shit here. Uh, and I think that we have a few more small picture things that we've got to clear up first before we can start talking about any of the rest of this. Uh, I think first things first is uh, we need to figure out and make sure that uh, well, the, our, our priest here is completely clean. Yes, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I just I wanted everyone to be on the same page with what this information 
could point to with all of the things that have come to light over the last few days. Um, so why don't we get, uh, why don't we get Puffles up, up in this pitch, uh, since he's the, uh, uh he's probably the, the most well-versed in magic aside from Elian that's in town. Well, and he did deal with the priests relatively extensively prior, so no. he might okay. sense the most change. Okay, so uh, I'll get a message sent over to him. Have him come over here, uh, and then once we once we know that he's clean, then we can get we can get Shadow taken care of, because Elian's not going to talk until uh, until he's he's kind of broke. Uh, yes, we need to take everything before he'll give anything. Exactly. You you phrased it much better than than the voice in this guy ever could have. Uh, I feel like there's other loose ends, but uh, it's just that you, well, there is, you're dropping bombs on me here, guys. There is Ansigar that will still need to be dealt with. In some ah, Jesus, form. that guy. Well, crap. And my... My concerns still lie within that mine because we don't know, we don't know what's el- what else is in there. And oh, there's still plenty more kobolds in there. Yeah. Well, let's take the steps that we can. So I'll go ahead and get a message written, and uh, and we'll we'll go from there. Well, I don't think I need to write a message to Puffles. He's probably like forty feet that way. Uh, <laughs> So why don't why don't I go ahead and I'll just go and get him. I'll, I'll be I'll be right back. Okay. All right. So he he leaves. Uh, and it's just you two and the priest. Wonderful. And the knoll. <laughs> so I'm gonna turn to the priest because I realize it was mainly a Jorik and Harkos conversation. <laughs> um, you've been rather quiet. Any questions? Um, uh, yes, many. (laughs) Huh, mm. But I... I'm very confused. I don't understand how I could have been taken. There was someone who was acting as the... Me? He wore your face, yes. It was... That is most upsetting. It was quite disturbing. Um, the pre, the pre slipper falls out. Oh, I dropped my slipper. <laughs> I want to cast identify on him as a ritual. Okay. I. Uh, so that takes you ten minutes to to do. Uh, can you read identify for me? Identify says you. Uh, stick with me to the end here. <laughs> you Key. you choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. If you instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Uh, okay, so... You cast this ritual on him, 
and you get uh, I, I'm gonna say Jorik and Puffles actually come in partway through, and then they realize that uh, you're kind of in the middle of something, so they don't disturb you. Okay. Uh, and uh, they uh, so they watch on as you're as you're doing this. If if I get to the, flavor this at all, since you know Trevor hasn't done this before, I, I would say like any etchings or symbols that have popped into my head with the flame being would get scrawled on the floor, like around the bed or some st- things, you know, Yeah. cast it yeah. and they all ignite. And... Oh, 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 that's, that's a new floor. Oh no. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, the, you place your hand on him and then there's a, there's a flash in these runes get inscribed in the floor around around you and him in the bed. Uh, and over the time of the casting, you can you can. I, I'm. I, why don't you roll Arcana for me? Twenty-two. Okay. Uh, there are no spells currently affecting him. Uh, that's that's uh, per the language of the spell. There is nothing currently affecting. Okay, but there are traces of spells that were being used. Okay, uh, the only thing that you can get from them is that they are there is one that that there you get senses of necromantic and conjuration. Okay. But uh, you can't get any more specific than that. Okay. Well, when when we come out of it, I'm gonna look at Puffles and say, uh, from what I can tell, he is not currently affected by any magic, but he was affected by a f- uh, a few types of of magic previously. Well, I guess you didn't even need me, did you? Uh, you may be able to find out more than me. I, I do not know. This is still new to me. Well, let me let me see what I can find. And he goes up and and he does a very similar thing to you. Uh, that he's he ca- it, he does the same thing. Like he he well, but he he does the same thing that he normally does. That he pulls out his book and places it on the on the table and starts flipping through until he finds what he's looking for and uh, that he does his own thing and he at the end of it he looks up at you and well it everything that I caught off of this man before is now gone that he that whatever happened seemed to have purged him of anything that was affecting him uh, this is this is highly good news then. I would agree. Yes. I would like that we keep eyes on him for a little while until we can be a hundred percent sure. Just that there's nothing we're missing. I mean, no one okay. even realized he was gone for who knows how long. So if they can hide people that well um, who's to say what no offense Puffles some offense Trevor 
Um, who's, no, I, did, I didn't say that. I didn't say the Trevor part. Uh, that was a Nickism. Who, who's to say there's not something um, that's out of our wheelhouse, so to speak? I can understand your uh, your concern. Definitely, there's there are many things happening here that, uh, especially with anything anything to do with that mine there's too much that we don't know so i i would agree that uh best course of action is to make sure that the i i apologize uh miss mr priest that uh he is kept under watch and jorick will pipe up and oh i I, I'm sure that you're not going to like that, but I it, I agree. For the safety of of the town and its people, we need to make sure that we need to make sure that we're not just allowing a threat to walk free. But anything else from the peanut gallery? Ah, uh, I I don't I don't believe so. Well, uh. I think that the best place to do that would probably be here, unless you have any other suggestions. You can take it back into the mine. (laughs) I think I've seen enough of that place for right now. At least for another eight hours. What a good idea, Trevor. You should keep watch over the priest. That's such a noble suggestion for you to make. Alright. Well, uh... Why don't we, uh... Why don't we step out here for... For a minute and we... Can, uh... Let this poor man rest. Because he obviously needs it. I'll make sure that I've got... I've got my best men on watch... So that we can make sure that he's okay and that he uh, recovers well. So let's 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 let him get his rest. But I I do appreciate that. I am quite <laughs> and he's out. <laughs> Someone wake him up. He was saying something. <laughs> Puffles goes over and slaps him. <laughs> oh no! I had my claws. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, if he wasn't dead before, he's dead now. Problem solved. <laughs> oh, the annulment. Hey, so, uh, Problem unsolved. Jor- Jor- uh, Jor- Jorick and Puffles will, will walk out. Yeah. We yeah, can I'll follow him. Leave as well. Puffy dog in tow. No, the null stays there, growling. Uh... <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, Jorik will actually, uh, he'll lead you over to the, uh, to the safe, uh, where the, the funds are kept. Well, uh, it actually looks like, you know, that there's some payment that needs to be doled out to the two of you. Uh, have, have either of you kept track of the, of your, your individual, uh, you know, kill, kill numbers nah. on the monsters? Not um, even... No, definitely had uh, other things in mind. Well, I apologize. There were far too many. Hundreds. 
I'm joking. I didn't really say that. Trevor would not have said that. Oh, yes. Must have been millions. I could have sworn. I mean, Ansigar barely made it out with his life. Oh, wait. That was our fault. All right. uh, So he's going to dole out some payment here. And I'm going to roll for it to see how generous he feels right now. I definitely was keeping track in the first encounter, and then shit just kept escalating, and I I stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... That's only because I wanted to be better than Trevor. uh, He gives you both 150. Damn! uh, And he will say, This, uh... Uh, this should cover the the cobalts and assorted other stuff. And he'll give each of you another 80 for the big guys that you've taken. Damn. Jeez. Uh, and I think that should uh, that should cover it. Uh, I don't know if there is any supplies that you need, but there is a uh, uh, there is a, a general store here in town. That, uh, yeah, we don't have much, but, you know, the travelers that have come through, that, yeah, they've brought some stuff, and, you know, we, we have, uh, our own, you know, the, uh, oh, yeah, you, you met him, the blacksmith? Uh, yes. He's, he makes some stuff that the, uh, you know, the finer pieces that he'll, he'll sell, uh, through the general store, so, you know, there's, there's some stuff there you can maybe check out if, uh, you're, you're feeling like that gold's burning a hole in your pocket, but, uh, otherwise I think we just kind of need to wait it out and make sure that this guy's good. Yes, I agree. I also agree. I. Okay, well, um, there's one other thing that I wanted to do for you guys, and, uh, is your... Things have gotten pretty crazy since you've been here, and uh, on on behalf of the people of Iron's Edge... Uh, he reaches into the safe and he grabs uh, two pins out that are uh, <clears throat> inlaid with uh, silver and iron that are... Uh, it's uh, the hammer... There's... <laughs> There's a symbol with a hammer, like a blacksmith's hammer, and then a two pickaxes that are crossed on either side of it, and uh, that's encircled in a ring of gold. Oh. Uh, and he he hands them to each of you. This is uh, this is the highest commendation that I can give to uh, anybody, really, because yeah, I don't have a ton of power. I'm just a captain of the guard but uh this uh these are are marks of great station that you've done great deeds for the city of iron's edge and the just i know that things have been tough and you you guys have been handling it like real heroes and uh the the city just can't thank you enough Um, Harkos is definitely like 
doing everything he can not to cry. Like, like, Jorik just fucking sat there. He's like, you guys have been real heroes. And Harkos left home with the only wish of being something more than himself. And this is the first time anyone's, like, said, like, people have said nice things. Like, hey, thanks for saving the town from monsters or whatever. But, like, this really hit home. And so Harkos is like, "Uh uh-huh, mm-hmm, okay. Very, very sad. I uh, so with these commendations, why don't we have you guys go ahead and level up to three? Ah! And I think that is where we will call it for tonight. Now, before before we go into ending stuffs, I do I want I want to. I want to make one little comment because I, I said I would. So, um, since we're going up to level three, um, I am going to get my monastic tradition with with Harkos being a monk and everything. So I'm going to get a, a couple more bells and whistles uh, coming out of Harkos, which will be pretty cool. I had some ideas. I had never done a monk, so I was I was looking at all the different traditions. Had some ideas for him. I had talked to Ken about it before we ever even started the podcast because we were trying to iron out the characters. And he was like, well, you have time. Like, you don't have to finalize anything. But I was like, nope, this is the idea I want. I want to do this because of these reasons. And literally, like, two or three days ago, I came to Ken and I was like, so I want to do this instead. Is that cool since I'm not level three yet? And he's like, yeah, that's actually awesome. And, like, all the stuff behind it. So... A huge shout out to Underground Oracle, which I am saying correctly. I'm not saying Unearthed because I'm not stupid. Huge shout out to both to both Keith and Jess over at Underground Oracle. They have awesome stuff. I was digging through some of their things and I saw there's this monastic tradition called um, like Way of the Torn Thread, and I really liked all the verbiage behind it. And after like living as Harkos in this campaign, I like the way it's gonna go. Um, so. I picked up, I actually picked up all of their stuff, their little under, or I almost did it, their underground oracle quarterly number one, (laughs) I picked up the whole thing, but I am going to be using their stuff in our campaign, they're big helpers out over on, on Twitter, they retweet us, they talk to us all the time, Brad talks to a bunch, and I'm really excited to be able to have this, uh, like, handshake between us two and i'm excited to use their stuff in game and i'm just really pumped so keith and jess you guys do great stuff we're very excited to see what else you do i'm very excited to use your things and yeah uh we'll delve more into that uh next episode when all the leveling is done we'll give you some information on some of the stuff i'm sure but i just wanted to get that out there because it is awesome to have this interaction with the community and to be able to use their things in our game it's so so great I think that the interdisciplinary uh, cooperation has has been fantastic so far, and, and uh, getting to use because you know, I'm all game for homebrew stuff and you know things that people develop as long as it's uh, you know it's pretty in line with what you can expect out of any any other subclass or whatever. But it's just it's always fun, especially when you find something that's you know almost like fate found it for you, you yeah know? It's oh just, yeah 
especially with you know the the development that you guys have gotten with your characters and and Harkos kind of going a different direction. So I, I like the old idea that you had, but I think that this one is uh, I think this one is very much in line with the direction that you're cho- that you, you're you're making Harkos. So uh, I I think that we're gonna do just a quick level up thing at the beginning of the next session. Just to kind of go over what our uh, unlikely heroes are able to do now, and then we'll we'll get into the episode. So I think that that'd be just a quick thing that'll be fun. But anyway, uh, so thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, if you could please uh, make us your good boy warlocks by being <coughs> our patrons on Patreon. Thank you for the cough, Brad. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was going to mul- cut it, but. It's in there now. Uh, we we have multiple tiers that there's different things that you can get depending on on what you do. We have some really interesting stuff that we're going to be developing and and uh, kind of going forward as we refine what we're doing with our Patreon. So, uh, Brad, where can our Everybody get on our everybody. All right. <laughs> you can subscribe to us on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things rolling in the geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. If you want to talk to three guys who have faces made for podcasting, feel free to tag us at roll in the geek. That's R O L L I N T H E G E E K. Thank you very much, Brad. Uh, Nick, this week, I think in honor of the events of this session, you are the Dragon Line Sorcerer. Bum, bum, of bum. You, your hardened scales, block out the frustrations of poor sound quality, and your magics can even block out a train. <laughs> so can you please... Fire off your breath weapon and give us something fun to go out. Um, hang on, let me. Ah, uh, no, it didn't recharge. Sorry. Ah, no, it's that's where we call this one. I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Game over. We're done. <laughs> There's Thanks nothing the this week. Episode. Sorry. Can turn it into a breath weapon, which means I had to depend on. I actually, I rolled the wrong die anyway. I rolled a twenty <laughs> instead of a d6. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's just okay. a, it's just a die. Don't control you. It does. It totally. It most you. definitely does. I don't think you understand how this game works at all. Um, okay, <laughs> so we uh, we had the the hootie who from seventeen. We're not gonna rhyme. Um, I as you're well aware, I really hate teen. All of these teens, and I'm gonna continue into episode eighteen next week. I hope it gets easier in the 20s. I haven't even thought about it. It probably won't. Uh, but uh, Ken picked this week's song for me. He, well, sort of. He gave me uh, an artist, which is also usable, uh, as we, as I've stated in the past few episodes this year, uh, because I've been slacking on mentioning it to you. Any of the audience members, uh, our lovely listeners, if, if, if you want me to attempt to rework something... Um, let us know on uh, on the Twitters if you want to, or uh, where wherever you can. If you want to leave a comment on some part of the podcast, I mean, we get we'll get emails wherever you leave it. So uh, just let us know. Brad 
keeps up on Twitter and let me know a song you want me to try or whatever it is you want to throw down a gauntlet be like you could never do this and maybe you're right but I'm going to do my darndest to prove you wrong uh, but I will I will own up if, <laughs> if, if you are right and admit defeat very very sadly and sing a sad song uh, that I pick and, <laughs> like, and we will if... definitely tag you when the episode is yes. posted and we'll let, let you, you know, know that we used your song um, so Ken told me he wanted me to take a journey uh, this week so so that's that's what I went uh, because if I make it a sentence it doesn't have to worry about copyright I don't know how bad copyright is we make a big deal it's probably best that way it's best to be scared of things that you don't understand um and it's it's a fun joke. <laughs> it is a fun on. joke. It's, 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 it's an expensive joke, but it's a fun joke. Um, <laughs> so, without further ado, I will I will close this out with with this little ditty. Uh, this is actually an honor, uh, a, a little bit in honor of our our Patreon going on, and also could be likened to the musics. So. <clears throat> Any way you want it, that's the way you make it. Any way you want it. You want us to dance. You want us to sing. Well, just tell us to do that thing. We could move or even groove. We'll do lots of things. On Friday night. Friday nights. Oh, yeah, that's the night. And we'll try. Yeah, we'll try to do it all right. We said any way you want it. That's the way you make it. Any way you want it. Wanna make us live it. Patreon can give it. You can make us do it. It's not the strongest one. But it has a good message. I, I like I liked all of it, and especially the do 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 do. You can't do any way you want I, I it without the no, guitar. Your absolute rejections. Right. You can't, and I loved it. it doesn't feel right. <laughs> wow. Oh boy! Always, always find a way, no matter what. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. It is, it is I, uh, awesome, super talented man. Uh, this is what I do. Okay, now give them the monologue. For whenever there is trouble within this here town city, I will be there to call on the powers of Rolling in the Geek to best the bad guy. I will always be there to help you, whether you're in a dark alley or a well-lit room in front of a TV camera. I will be there, always there to help for justice and fame and fortune, but mostly justice, a little bit of fame. I am always there to help you, the people. It is what I want and what I need. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.